Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drive Time, Drive Time CarCast for Divorced Moms. I'm Erin Breeze, your host and co-pilot out on the road of life after divorce. And I'm excited to talk to you today about mindset. This is something that's so, so, so important. And it had come up yesterday. Um, I had the wonderful pleasure of um, co-hosting a free webinar. Some of you joined us live. Um, Andrea Davidson, uh, my friend and colleague, uh, and I hosted it. And it was called the One Big Life Goal Workshop. And we are really supporting everyone on the call. And, and those of you who registered also got the recording to just simplify the process. Sometimes setting goals and then um, I mean, the whole process of goals can feel overwhelming when we're navigating divorce. And that can be true whether you're making the decision about whether or not to get divorced from that moment on, right? All of it, it can feel overwhelming to set, to be in the process of goal setting because decision making is challenging, especially in the beginning. Um, it's such a big life decision to put divorce in motion. And then there's so many decisions that you're making in the midst of it. And then afterward, right? Like life is big. We have this really big, beautiful adventure. So we're not ever done, right? When it comes to goals and decisions and prioritizing and all of those processes can feel daunting at times for all of us, myself included, right? But then especially it can feel fraught when we're under pressure um, or just under a big, in the process of such a big disruption, a big life disruption. I call divorce a divine disruption because ultimately I do truly believe if it's happening, it is happening for us and not to us, um, which is, you know, our theme is mindset. Like that alone is a huge mindset shift, right? Mindset speaks to how we're thinking. It speaks to the beliefs that we hold to be true. So, it, it emerged in our session yesterday. I was sharing what I would call five keys to success. And I'm actually, it was so um, just enjoying and inspired by talking about that with everyone. And it was, it was helpful to everybody to, to break down um, these keys and sort of think about the different, the all five of them and what they, and it was a way to help us think about what we need. And the five keys, I'm actually going to do a Facebook live about it tomorrow. And if you're on my email list, you got an email about it today. Um, and there's the, here are the five, the five are strategy, accountability, community, energy, and mindset. Today, we're going to talk about mindset. Um, because it really, I mean, all of them intersect. There's not, and, and these really also it won't surprise you are five elements that I'm always thinking about when it comes to what I do here at Happy Home and the ways in which I support you amazing women is wanting to ensure that the way that I structure things gives you all of this, right? Because we need all of it. We need, we absolutely need all of it. We need the strategy. We need the, the skills, the tools, the how, um, we need to, to have those, um, that learning, right? That's why we find our guides, our mentors, our strategists to help us. We need that so that we're not left without a plan, right? We need, obviously, we need accountability to be able to implement our plans and make, implement, once we've made decisions, implement 
everything. Um, and so it super helps to have somebody in our lives who is that accountability partner. Um, the benefits of community are just, the, oh, there's just so many benefits. Um, and again, I'll talk more about all five of these tomorrow, but you know, it's so, so important to be, to not be isolated. Um, and again, this is true on any, in any phase, because you want to, you want to have your cohort along this path of divorce. Um, and really on anything, anything that's important to you, you know, it's so powerful to have a group of peers and to have peers that, that are like-minded in the sense that they share some of this experience or they share a certain aspiration or both, you know, ideally, so that we have that camaraderie and that support. It's just super validating um, and encouraging, but also inspiring and motivating when we're around other people with similar kinds of goals and we see them achieve them. It helps us to know that that's possible for us too. So there's so many benefits to community, which is why just a quick little piece on the community since I'm talking with you. Um, the Facebook group, I'll be doing the Facebook live inside the very big community. That's the biggest community that, um, that I curate. Uh, but I want to make sure that you know that if you're looking for more connection, obviously there's a lot of community connection inside my programs. Um, but there's also the dashboard club is a new community that's hosted on my Mighty Networks platform. And uh, I love this new platform. Um, I've been using it for a year or so. Um, so still feels a little bit new to me. I think it's maybe 10 years old. I'm not sure, but they're doing great things at Mighty Network. And anyway, the point is join the dashboard club, dashboard club if you'd like even more curated um, content, because I give you exclusive episodes of this there that I don't post on the podcast. Um, same format of me sharing with you tips and tools and ideas and inspiration, but it's exclusive for the dashboard club. So, um, and then it gives you a, a space to be able to connect with me. That's has more, um, intention and privacy. And I just, I enjoy it honestly more than Facebook. It can feel so big. And I also find that Facebook can feel a little bit noisy um, because there's just so much going on there. So what I love about the Mighty Network space and our community there is that it's really, you know, you're coming in when you're when you're creating space and time for you um, and for resourcing yourself on this path. So those are the first four. So strategy, accountability. Uh, oh, no, just the first three. I didn't tell you the fourth community. The fourth is energy. Definitely going to do a car cast um, on that. And, but today where I wanted to start and kind of begin at the end is the mindset because the, I mean, mindset, it's just impacts everything and it's really, really challenging to implement any kind of strategy, go after any goal in our lives when our mindset isn't aligned and all of the work that I do in my own business development groups and like own coaching and support that I do for myself. Like mindset is everything. It's really where you want to start what you're looking at because it will interfere. So if your mind isn't aligned, you, you're just, it's just going to be heavy weight potentially if it's not aligned because it makes everything so much more, so much harder. So I want to offer two things today as you think about your mindset. And the first is to really think about it as your set point. Okay. So when we talk about mindset, what I'd love to invite you to do first is check in and, 
and get clear, like, what is that set point for you? If you are, you know, to reflect um, on your your day, the last week, um, even last few weeks, what would you say are those common set points? You can think of it almost like as the temperature in the oven, right? Um, or the, you know, the dial, what station are you tuned to? Um, but what, what would those dominant thoughts and feelings be? And I include feelings because sometimes it's the like we're more aware of the feelings than we start to explore and investigate. We realize that what's driving un, unhelpful feelings or just heavy feelings are a bunch of thoughts that are not helping, that are not um, empowering or uplifting. So take a moment. And if you're driving like me, you can just, you know, obviously be thinking about it. I do encourage you later to journal this out because it can be really clarifying when we get this out on paper to just look and see like, okay. And again, we're being radically honest. There's no, there's no points for like, and we're not trying to just have only the positive, right? Like that isn't, if that's not true, it's super unhelpful. And striving to have an artificial positive outlook isn't helpful. It does. It just doesn't work. So this is about the getting clear on what your mindset set point. It's really important that you're just honest with yourself. This is what I'm thinking. These are my dominant thoughts right now. And there's no judgment. Okay. One of the most important things with mindset work is that we're not judging what we're thinking. We're getting curious. We're just simply getting curious because we can't shift anything that we're fighting against, right? And so if we're judging it, we're resisting it, and then it it actually holds things in place. (laughs) So, um, you know, we can all all attempt to avoid and, you know, like pretend, but that also, it it just only will work. It doesn't work, ultimately. It it just, um, we can hide out from ourselves for a little bit of time, but ultimately um, the truth will always emerge, right? So, Check in with yourself on like, what are those dominant mindset thoughts and beliefs? And know that if you have things, you know, earlier I was talking about one of our core, um, core beliefs inside the happy home world is that divorce, that it's happening for us, not to us, this whole idea of it being a divine disruption, right? And that's a big mindset shift. You know, often um, when I start working with moms, one of the things that they share with me is like, ooh, that that intrigued them, but also maybe felt really out of reach or not possible, you know, that, that they could do what I call celebrating your marriage as complete. That seemed not possible. Um, but they were curious, you know? And so part of this is giving yourself permission to just be honest about what what are those dominant thoughts. You might have some thoughts that are pointing to fears, to doubts, to, you know, on the, on the workshop, in the workshop yesterday, you know, a a mom was really honest and shared that she had a fear about, could she do this on her own? You know, could she, um, survive on her own and, you know, ensure that she could provide for her kids. These are really important, big thoughts. And what we want to do with this first phase, the first step really is just you just dumping out. What are those dominant thoughts? Like if you had to give if you, if it was a playlist, you know, what would the titles to your songs be? And I encourage you to like give yourself space and time to generate five to maybe 15. We spend a lot of time thinking a lot. I almost said ruminating, ruminating too, but we, we all tend to think a lot about certain things, certain few things, right? So there may just be like five really big headline 
um, really big. It might be a, you know, the soundtrack for you. It might be have just five or six, um, but just see, see what's there because that's going to give you really, really important information. So that's step one. And then step two, what I want to invite you to do is think about like, what of those thoughts or beliefs that you identified are you really set on? And what I mean by that is when you look at that list, do you notice ones that feel uncomfortable or unhelpful, but also really real, <laughs> like really true, like they're, it's black and white, like it just is. That's what I mean by set on. Like you might notice that this idea, and here's one that I find and that I also help a lot of mamas work with is like this idea around, you know, if you're, if you end up in divorce that you have, that it's a failure, that, that your marriage failed. So you might be really set on that. Um, you might also be really set on an idea that your children will not be as well off now, um, that their lives won't be, as, that something will be less in their lives because of the divorce, um, that you've somehow let them down, that you've let others down. Um, so I know these are big things. These are really big things. And it's not like it, it can feel challenging to admit what we're thinking, but the power with mindset work is that we get really honest and clear about what we, what we're thinking so that we can begin to shift it. And what I find can be really helpful is to go in. We want to look at those ones that you feel really set on. Like there's just, there's just no budging. Um, it's just, it's just so true. And it's hard to imagine it being different because that's where you're going to have the most um, opportunity to begin to shift is when we look at those ones that feel really, really big and really heavy um, and really dominant, right? So step one was you're listing all of them. Step two is you're looking for ones that you feel really like set on that just feel really clear, really true, really unbudging. And notice those, you could star them or circle them. And then the next step that I'd love to invite you to do is consider, do they still feel true if you apply them to your best friend and to whatever she's going through in her life? With that same, same circumstance, with that same thought, would you be as absolute about it? Would it feel as set if it was impacting a close friend, somebody that you really care about? Or, a, you know, a sister, a friend, somebody really close to you that you really care about. Would, would it feel that impenetrable? And my guess is that there's a little bit more room, a little bit more kindness, a little bit more um, grace when it's somebody else's. And that's really powerful. If that's true for you, that's really powerful because it helps us see that, oh, like I'm, I'm really um, locking myself in right now, right? And what's so powerful about mindset work is then we start to, and obviously I would love to help you personally with this and can, and can do that. Um, I offer conversations with you. So you can always schedule a chat with me being in this community. I do uh, these free 20 minute chats and it's both an opportunity to 
ask questions about any of the programs that I lead here at Happy Home. But we could also, you could book today and, and share with me. You can share with me what are, what are some of these big dominant beliefs that you feel that you're just feeling a lot of pressure from that are feeling really dominant and really heavy and really unhelpful that you wish you could lessen. Okay. And cause I would love to help you to lessen them. And the beginning place that I often find is if we, if we notice that there's just a little bit more space and a little bit more grace when it comes to thinking about that same situation, but from the lens of on behalf of somebody um, that we're close to, and would it still be that true? So would we be telling our, our close friend that she has failed or that her future is bleak or that she's um, let her, her kids down because she's doing what's best for her with her divorce? Right. And, and yeah, I know we don't, we wouldn't do that to them, but we often are doing that to ourselves. And so this just gives us like, what's so powerful about mindset work is that it's all, it's just made up shit. (gasps) We're just making up stories. And then we can start to get really curious about where do these come from? And we can start to make decisions about, well, who would I be without that thought? And do I want to give myself some permission to shift it, right? And then that's where the work really gets powerful is we start to look at who would I be without it? Am I ready? Would I like to give myself permission to have a new thought in its place, right? And then we generate, then we generate. And for all of us, it's going to be different because some of us, certain, you know, certain core beliefs feel deeper, feel older. You know, a lot of this comes from family of origin, from their cultural, their religious, they're from then dominant culture, you know, and society gives us a lot of these, um, especially if it, if it's a limiting belief or something that is, um, really condemning or judging, like we didn't, we weren't born into that. We, I mean, we, when we were born, we didn't have that. We, we adopted these kinds of judgments, right? So the beauty though, is that we have full total authority to decide, what we're going to think about. And I know that is easier. Yes. Said than done with some of these. And that's why mindset is something that we learn tools around. Like it isn't just an immediate, like, Oh, thanks, Aaron. Now I'm like, delete. I've deleted that. I do have a magic delete button, by the way, that I, uh, is one of the things I gift my clients with. Now you can all have it, which is just in the air with your own finger. When you notice thoughts that are not helpful and not wanted, you can delete them. We really truly have that authority, that power. We just don't know that we have it. We often think that whatever we're thinking, we're just like, we have to sort of deal with it. And hopefully tomorrow we'll have, feel more positive and get a better sleep and that nobody will bother us and or we won't have the same trigger and that we'll have a better day. But, but all of that leads, um, really leads us really, really vulnerable to both the outside world, the external things that can impact us, but also it's like, we're not really allowed, like giving ourselves total authority on our inner world. We have absolute authority in our inner world. Um, there's so much we can do to learn how to do when it comes to releasing and shifting and transforming any of the thoughts that are causing us harm, you know? Um, But your precise path to transforming your thoughts will be unique to you, right? Like there's certainly some tools that we can all benefit from. um, But really part of this is getting, getting 
getting in there with you, right? And really understanding what what's coming up because you're going to have your own origin story of where you even adopted that and why you're holding on to it, right? Um, we're getting, we're all getting something out of any of the unwanted thoughts. We're getting something out of it. Um, and so part of the, the work is figuring out, well, what is that? Because sometimes we're holding ourselves we're, we're punishing ourselves. Sometimes it's coming because we feel guilty. And so we think we have to punish ourselves. Um, we feel badly that we decided to, to, to pursue a divorce perhaps, or we just feel badly that our kids are going through it. And so in a strange way, we end up punishing ourselves to try to make up for it. But obviously, like, I'm sure as I'm saying that you're realizing it sounds like it's just, it's ineffective. It does nothing, right? But make you have more pain. Um, so there's always something, sometimes we hold certain thoughts because, um, it's a, a belief that we were taught and we're just not willing yet to, um, to, to, you know, it feels sometimes those old thoughts, especially if there's a familiarity, like a safety, even when we know they're not healthy. And this can really be true of from our like core culture, social, religious identity, there might in family hood, like there might be some core family beliefs that um, are religious identity beliefs that, that you grew up with. It just feels like, so you almost feel like you kind of owe it to your community to hold it. Right. And especially with divorce, because um, there's a lot of judgment around it. So you might also notice that part of what you're getting out of it is that it actually is part of, it's like an identity. Um, there's an identity piece there that that is some security, that you're part of a community that believes a certain way. And it feels really scary to, to you don't want to be, you know, it, it feels, um, it can feel really scary to change, to change our thoughts if the thoughts match an identity group that we belong to. And we might not be ready to accept that like, oh, well, what happens if I, you know, if I no longer subscribe, you know, subscribe to these thoughts um, and beliefs, then what happens, right? Can really cut to the core of our sense because it's such a human need for acceptance and belonging. So there's usually a lot with those big beliefs that speak to some of those core needs that we all have. Um, but what happens is it goes kind of haywire and then it runs amok and then we're ruminating on things and there's just a lot of pain. Sometimes we're also stuck with certain thoughts because we feel very right about something. We feel wronged and we feel very right. And so we, we keep replaying those thoughts to remind ourselves that we were the right one. And that can be really intoxicating and there, you know, that's a big piece to decide to let that go. Cause that can feel really scary, especially if that feels like it's also bringing you a lot of, um, you know, anger has so much power in terms of energy. Like there's a ton of charge with anger. So sometimes we need that. We need those thoughts of ourselves having been wronged and us being right to move, to motivate us, to move out of a situation, to compel us and propel us. Right. But ultimately that only that's meant to be like a short term part of our path. Um, we can't hold that type of rumination without a lot of toxicity to ourselves um, over time. So, so I hope I've given you a few different things to think about. And again, the first step was to just get clear with yourself, write out those titles to those songs in your soundtrack. Um, what that set, see what that set point is for you. Then the second step was to look what, what are those, dominant thoughts that de describe your set point, what of those things do you feel really set on? <laughs> Meaning they feel kind of like 
they won't budge. Might feel like it's impossible to budge. It might feel like you just won't budget. <laughs> Even though it doesn't feel good, you're not going to not think it. And of course, you have total freedom in that. And then the third step was to look like, oh, does it soften? Does any of that soften or shift if you were to think about it um, in somebody else's life, somebody really super close to you, um, a close best friend or a sibling, maybe your sister, if you have one, if you're lucky enough like me, um, does any of that soften any of those thoughts? Um, would you say it to yourself differently or would you say it about life differently? Um, and then we were just looking at like, there's a lot, a lot here we can start, we want to start rewriting them. Uh, and I would love to support you with that. And as I said, I would love to do that. You can reach out to me either if you're a member of the Dashboard Club, um, coming back to that, we can chat in the in this Mighty Network space. You can book a call with me. You can do both things. I would love to hear, like share with me, what is a dominant thought that you're really, you know, ready or you want? Sometimes we're not ready yet, but we want to get ready or we're open to being ready one day to shifting, right? And that's that's a beautiful place to be. You don't have to be ready to do it. You don't have to do it. It might be enough right now that you're saying, I'm open to, I'm open to seeing a possibility that this is happening for me and not to me, right? Just the first step. Um, and I love hearing from you. So be in touch in whatever way feels best. I will um, hopefully see you tomorrow. Um, you can pop into the Facebook Live, 10 a.m. Pacific, that I'll be talking more about all five of these keys and then answering your questions. If you if you have some, um, you can you can chat with me during the live or ahead of time. All right, and until our next uh, CarCast time, just sending you, as always, so much love and so much sunshine. Bye.